This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, JJ. Today's game will be pitting the team of Benchwarmer Eric and newcomer Peter versus Benchwarmer Dan and newcomer Philip. Uh, welcome to the bench, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so, Peter, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then Eric, uh, follow up with the team name. Well, I've been I've known Eric for probably 30, 35 years now, uh, back when we were kids. And uh, basically the way I ended up on this podcast is we started a trivia team, what is it, six or seven years ago now? About seven years, yeah. And we've been to three Geek Bowls now. Um, and that's kind of how I think this how this episode came to be, because it's Geek Bowl team versus Geek Bowl team. Anyway, um, I'm also from Buffalo. Uh, but unlike Eric, I actually do like the Bills. And I just, uh, uh, to a certain extent, the Sabres, but I'm actually a Penguins fan um, at my core. Um, so football and hockey are going to be my two strongest sports. But I, I know some other stuff, not nearly as much as he does. I don't think anybody knows as much as uh, Eric does, except maybe Dan. <clears throat> I think you guys battle it out between uh, who knows most. Eric, why don't you tell us your uh, team name? So uh, Peter and I are huge, huge Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans. Um, so we were going back and forth yesterday because, you know, trying to come up with a team name. Um, we threw things out there like Captain Latvia, title of your sex tape. Um, but we eventually landed on Quasi Cupcakes. And full disclaimer, you do have to pronounce the W. That's part of it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Quasi Cupcakes. That's right. There you go. That's going to be a tongue twister. Oh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. Indeed, indeed, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Philip, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you know Dan, and uh, what your favorite teams are? Yeah, uh, Philip Sanford. I live in Charlotte, um, and that's how I know Dan. I, I met Dan playing uh, uh, playing trivia at, at a bar on Thursday nights. That uh, was you know really close to my. It's really close to my office when I do go in the office, and uh, close to where I used to live. So uh, we met there, and and then we you know we start playing together. Then we met up. Um, we, you know, we met more people through there, and started building you know some good teams here in Charlotte. And then we eventually met up with, uh, you know, through actually through Trivia Warfare, we met up with a few other people and ended up forming our Geek Bowl team that way. And, um, and we just finished, you know, Chicago is their third year going to Geek Bowl. So it's, uh, so yeah, so it's just kind of a, you know, all about trivia with Dan and I, we've known each other for a while now. That's pretty about probably eight, nine years. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, we uh, we just finished up playing in a uh, an all day um, tournament on um, mm -hmm. on Saturday. That's right. And uh, we were lucky enough to go on and, and win that thing. It was it was kind of cool. It was um, we uh, we had a, we had a good showing in the first two games and then kind of wrote it out after that. So yeah, great. yeah. First two games were the two games I was present for, and then then obviously then obviously <laughs> you guys had struggled your way to the to the finish line after I left. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. obviously. <laughs> And we're both, uh, we're actually both really big Seinfeld fans. So yes. we, uh, we're going with, um, our team name tonight is going to be Snoopy and Prickly Pete. 
I know one of the questions is about who my favorite teams are. I'd say, you know, I, I'm um, probably, you know, I'm wearing my, one of my Seton Hall sweatshirts. I, I, you know, that's where I went to school. I followed me you a know, basketball team probably as closely as any sports team. Um, you know, I grew up, grew up in Toledo, Ohio. So just, you know, just outside Detroit. So I followed uh, the, you know, the, the Detroit teams, but primarily uh, the Tigers and Pistons growing up. And um then I see, you know, you know, behind, uh, you know, in this very, very visual medium, I, I see uh, behind uh, uh, Eric's head that the, the uh, that 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 ugly, ugly scarf. And, that is uh, the beautiful yeah, scarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I, I I've been following you know, real closely in terms of, you know, really my my fandom of the Premier League and and uh, Everton's the the club I follow, and I actually got a chance to see them play a couple times for yeah, it was four years ago now, which. It's crazy that it's four years ago and just time flies. So, and that was part of our a part of our honeymoon was like you know before pandemic hit and and you couldn't travel anywhere on a passport and from the U.S. Uh, um, we have been you know we have been planning a you know England for sure maybe Ireland England and we we're definitely going to work in one hopefully two Everton matches but now that's on hold for at least a year. Yeah, so I'm not sure of the uh, snippling snoopy and prickly pete reference i'm not a huge seinfeld person oh geez uh, here we go yeah. <laughs> but you can't hate on the host so so quick Don't story because i i was telling matt that i had to uh tell him the story here <clears throat> so uh i'd worked on this game for a while haven't worked on it for about a week you know and just uh, had a dream about it last night <laughs> so we were recording and i just it, the, the show that I was doing was nothing like sports related. There was no categories or anything. So then we just decided to, uh, to give up and we were all in person. So we just uh, played Fortnite for the rest of the night and it was a very weird dream. So, uh, yeah. I've never played Fortnite. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> I don't want to get beat by 12 year olds. I don't want to lock that rage. <laughs> There's a new one now that everybody's playing called fall guys that's the big thing now See, i'm not i'm not hip on anything it just either. came out like two days ago and everybody's freaking out i have no idea what it's it. not sports erickson does not like it so madden, madden's <clears throat> day is coming soon so i'll be happy yes madden madden is a, a football simulation like the olive garden is italian food <laughs> <laughs> so delicious and accurate <laughs> no they just give it to you as much as you want forever but it's really not that tasty <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to the bench. Now that we've lost every sponsor we could possibly have. <laughs> you got to edit that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot about the sponsors. We were going hard after Olive Garden, too. <laughs> They'll sponsor anybody. <laughs> so, so you guys haven't gotten the uh, the MeUndies sponsor yet? Not yet. Not yet. It's all in the works. Emails have been sent. Now on to the rules. Starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they have accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. 
time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions for 10 points each. Question number one, which state has the most Division I schools? You good with that, Pete? Yeah, it was, I think it's a possibility it could be the other one that I mentioned in the beginning, but that was the first one that popped into my head because everything always goes there. Yeah, I think it's going to be close between the two, but I, I, I like the first one better. Right. So we're going to check in. All right, Quasi Cupcakes. Just checked in. <laughs> Thank you. Snoo- Snoopy and Prickly Pete, go ahead and talk it out. All right, so we, we headed down to California and Texas, and, and I know, for, and then the reason I wanted you to read again, Josh, is, is that it's um, Texas, I know, has the most like FBS football teams. Uh, but then Dan and I started going into like, what about just division one sports and I'll let Dan kind of take it. I mean, there's so many basketball conferences mm-hmm. and right. so many basketball teams. I, I think that California is going to have more of that. I mean, and when you think about division one, like golf division one, baseball, that's going to be a lot of California there as well. Um, division one swimming, all, all that stuff is mm-hmm. going to be, that's all California. So I think we should go with California. Yep, I agree. All right, we'll check in with California. Snoopy and Prickly Pete checked in with California. Quasi Cupcakes, what do you guys got? So we had immediately had Texas and California, and I know it's going to be probably close, maybe one or two schools off, but uh, we went with California. All right, so both teams checking in with California. Correct answer. With 24 schools, California. Followed closely in second by New York in Texas with 21. Well, New York, I didn't really think they'd have that many. Well, it goes back to what, what Dan was saying. It's just like how many just you think about Division One programs and all these like, you know, you look at New York, you have like the you know American East, the Patriot League, and a few, you know, a few like Ivy League schools there. Taking a lot of a lot of basketball teams. You're going to have a few colleges out there that only have Division One lacrosse. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Hockey. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Nice job, guys. Question number two in the tailgate. How many U.S. cities have all four major sports represented in their metro area? We can go ahead and check in. All right. Snoopy and Prickly Pete have checked in. Quasi Cupcakes. Go ahead and talk. Their name keeps throwing me off because my name is Pete. So I keep thinking you're talking (laughs) to me, but we're Quasi Cupcakes. Um, But are you Prickly? uh, (laughs) Something. I have, well... Depends on whether or not we're talking about Olive Garden. All right, so we're up to 12. What are we forgetting? So there's one, but I, it's, it's hard to say because San Jose, how close is that to San Francisco? Because I know the Sharks play, I believe, in San Francisco. I don't know if it's going to count as where they play. Because you said metropolitan areas, so that's going to be outside the San Francisco. Well, I think the, the original question was pertaining to something like Foxborough versus Boston. I think yeah. that's what he was asking about. So at San Jose, but I believe, I, I I'm pretty sure San Jose is considered to be the San Francisco area, the the Sharks where they play. That's what I mean. So it's hard to say. Um, I feel like that one won't count to be honest, just because they're named okay. they're named after a specific city and not an area. Sure. Like New England yeah. would be an area. Okay, so I said then go with twelve. Yeah, I think we'll stick with twelve. All right, we're gonna check in with twelve. Crazy Cupcakes checked in with twelve. Uh, Snoopy and Prickly Pete, what'd you guys come up with? Now you got me worried. Yeah. <laughs> because 
we have the Bay Area listed and we only came up with 12. Oh, I know what we're missing, Dan. Okay. Uh, do you want me to say because we already locked in? So Yeah, maybe. yeah. What are we missing? Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Philadelphia's not on there. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just hope he didn't, uh, he doesn't count the Bay Area and we'll go with 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Both teams locking in with 12. No points rewarded. It is uh, 13 uh, U.S. cities. Uh, real quick, we'll go uh, alphabetical order. Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, L.A., Los Angeles, Miami, Minneapolis, New York, Philly, Phoenix, San Fran, and D.C. Yeah. Minneapolis, St. Paul, thank you very much. Yeah, and the, and the thing is about the Bay Area, you think about like the where the um, 49ers play now, that's actually really, really close to like downtown San Jose. So like, yeah. the 49ers are closer to the Sharks than any of the San Francisco teams. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the list that I see here, they, uh, they, lo- they uh, did the Oakland Raiders as well as the A's in that San Francisco area. Well, that's, a huge, that's a huge metropolitan area if it reaches all the way down to Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> all righty. Question number three in tailgate. In Australian rules football, what happens when the ball goes out of bounds? You change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, crazy cupcakes getting points here. For <laughs> I, I think I think that's I think that's right, Phil. I'm I'm good checking that in. Okay. Uh, we're checked in. All right. Prickly Pete and Snoopy checked in. Uh, crazy cupcakes. Talk it out. Snoopy. And Prickly Pete, he's, he's uh, loving. He's probably going to be loving these team names after <laughs> after a couple of beers here. It's about to be Prickly Snoopy and Pete. All right, <laughs> I got like a note on my phone pulling up the uh, the names because I don't remember those. So. <laughs> all right, go ahead and talk it out, Crazy Cupcakes. The the only thing I remember about Australian football is that crazy hand signal the refs do when they when they kick a field goal. Yeah, it's hilarious. But <laughs> but I don't know when they actually kick field goals. Is it not a throw-in? I don't know. I don't think I've ever watched an actual match. I've only seen I've seen the crazy highlight package. It could be something like that. It's kind of like a mix between rugby and American football. Okay. So yeah, I'm not. I can't even like picture. I'm like I. I'm picture somebody throw it in, but then my head immediately it's a soccer game, so that doesn't work. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think it would because the ball doesn't roll really somebody would have to catch it so that, that probably is not it my first guess was they was they kick it but i i really i have no idea it's just a shot in the dark go with it <laughs> all right so we're, we're going to check in with field goal attempt all right crazy cupcakes checking in with a field goal attempt snoopy and prickly pete what do you guys got uh, we we checked in with uh, with what Peter was originally saying and, and saying that they uh, do a throw in or throw in or or Eric I forget which one you suggested that originally but um yeah yeah that's what we checked in with it is just you know, um, the team that you know will get possession gets to throw it in. All right, unfortunately, both answers are wrong. It's even crazier. Uh, correct answer. A boundary umpire throws the ball behind his head. It is the most interesting thing in the world. He throws it toward the field of play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But behind his head. So like he's throwing a bouquet at a wedding? Yes, precisely. Okay. No, actually, that's <laughs> awesome. 
It's really weird. That way there's no there's no favoritism or anything because he just throws it. There's no yeah, favoritism. Because like in rugby, you know, or like a like in a jump ball situation, you know, it might go one way, it might go the other. So you just eliminate that element there, and I approve of this. Well, technically that's a throw-in. <laughs> but I need more specifics. <laughs> I give you... <laughs> I'll give you a no points, Dan. Wow. Hey, where'd you no points? More <laughs> mercy <laughs> on your soul. JJ's cutthroat today, right? Well, yeah, because Dan trashed me last episode. Here, so. Don't act like you didn't have it coming. Come on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we cut out all my insults, so take that. <laughs> Make me look like, no, now I'm the bad guy. Thanks. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> So heading into the first quarter, we have a dead tie of 10 to 10. So moving into the first quarter, today's first quarter will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question number one, pre and post game. A five-time World Series champion that won 200 games by the age of 31, who was drafted by the Astros in the second round before becoming a four-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, and known for an appearance in Full House. Are we talking original Full House or that that new trash? <laughs> no, Full House, not okay. Fuller House. Oh, th- I thought the second. I thought it was Full House. No, 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 it's Fuller. That's lame. I know, right? I mean, the whole show is pretty lame. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor going to them, right? Not yet. Okay, not anymore either. Here's the thing. I think we got it, but I almost hate to let Eric talk it out because. He comes up with things when he talks them out. I think we're, I think we're good, yeah, Dan. I think we should check it in. All right. Uh, Snoopy and Prickly Pete checking in. Crazy cupcakes. You guys can chat. All right. Um, how sure are you about first person? Catfish Hunter, almost 100%. Okay. And he said, he said old full house, right? Yeah. So it wouldn't be Hunter Not Pence. Not Hunter Pence. Uh, he was born, he's, he's younger than me. Yeah, that's what I thought, because I've heard that name recently. Uh, who would be named Hunter in the 90s, other than Hunter Hearst Helmsley? Maybe he was on Full House. Did he play for the Giants, though? It's got to be somebody on the Giants in the 90s. Does it? The, the show was in San Francisco. What They always have, on those type of shows, they always have a local guy on the show. Pretty much, okay. usually. So Now, more than likely, it was a player that played for the Giants, but did they win any World Series in the 90s? No, I mean, it's probably somebody from the A's or... Yeah, it's got to be somebody from maybe Oakland. I don't know. I don't think we're going to get there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we are either. Now, let's go with... uh we'll just say... Catfish, Hunter, Hunter Hurst, Hunter, yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right. Crazy Cupcakes... I didn't get that last name, but uh, Hunter Pen- uh, Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Catfish Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Triple H. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving right along, Snoopy, Snoopy and Prickly Pete. What do you guys got? Well, we, we, we said Catfish Hunter Pence. Um, Does that fit Hunter Pence? I mean, playing with the San Francisco 
at the time playing um, in, in Houston. It, it, it fits and his name is Hunter and Catfish Hunter fit the first part. So we, we went with that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, one team getting points. Really? Correct answer. Catfish Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence played uh, Stephanie Tanner's boyfriend in, a, in an episode there. Was that the new Full House, though? No, no, it was the old Full she House. She was like 13. Uh, hey, man. Uh, uh, don't, don't ask me. I, just I know he was the in I, the reason I asked that because I knew he was in the new one. No, he was in the old one. Okay. So I, I guess know. we talked ourselves out of the right answer. So. Uh, after a few uh, further researches, the uh, Eric, you were right. It was a Fuller house, and that's uh, completely my fault. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead and give you the points on that one. Uh, that's oh. my bad. Oh, thanks. Right. Totally should have uh, researched a little bit into that. But uh, moving, moving on to question number two here. A Hokie that, fit, that was drafted number one overall, who rushed for 36 TDs in his career while finishing his 16-year career with the Tigers with five All-Stars, two Silver Sluggers, and also holds the distinction of being the first player since 1934 to hit in a four double plays in a single game. That's it, Phil. Okay, yeah, we are going to uh, check in. All right, Snoopy and Prickly Pete checking it in. Quasi Cupcakes, go ahead and chat. First part's got to be Michael Vick, Pete. So West Virginia is the Hokies? Or Virginia? No, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is the Hokies, okay. Yeah. First overall, so Victor something. Um, Victor, um, but this guy was just in my in my head the other day. Not 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 Delgado, it's Carlos Delgado. Victor Martinez. Martinez sounds right. All right, let's go with uh, Michael Victor Martinez. Sound good? Yeah, that's all we got. All right, we're going to check in with Michael Victor Martinez. Hey, Crazy Cupcakes, checking in with Michael Victor Martinez. Snoopy and Prickly Pete, what do you guys have? Yep, yep. and also I have a, a wife here who's a Virginia Tech Hokie. So, yeah, we answered, um, yeah, Michael uh, Victor Martinez. All right, and the correct answer, Michael Victor Martinez. Good job, Eric. Question three in pre- and post-game. A boxer who put up video game-like final career record of 62-7-2, 39 KOs, while being a first-round pick for the Rockets, becoming an eight-time All-Star in a Hall of Fame career. There it is. Yeah, we'll check it in. All right, Snoopy and Prickly Pete, checking it in. Quasi Cupcakes, what are you guys uh, thinking? It's a Hall of Fame career, so he's retired. So it's not going to be very recent. I don't know the NBA players, but if you can come up with a few of them, I can probably peg the boxer. There's only going to be so many boxers that have a record like that. Yeah. I mean, for the boxer, my initial gut was Mike Tyson, but I don't think – I thought he had less wins than that. I don't yeah, I don't think he had that many wins because he didn't fight all that long. No. It's obviously not George Foreman because that wouldn't work as a first name. Um Lennox Lewis didn't really have that many knockouts, I don't think. No. Um, it's got to be somebody with a first name for a last name, most likely. So it's not going to be not Sugar Ray Leonard. Not enough knockouts. You know anybody that would be a Hall of Famer for the Rockets, other than Olajuwon? Unless there's, was there a boxer with the last name Akeem? Not that I know. 
There might be, and if there is, I just can't think of his name. Rockets' first-round picks that are Hall of Famers aren't many. It's like Elvin Hayes, um, Kelvin Murphy, Bobby Jones, Hakeem Olajuwon. Isn't Clyde Drexler? No? Did he play for the Rockets? Yeah, but maybe it was – no, he wasn't drafted by the Rockets. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's probably going to circle it forever. If I had the basketball player, I probably could come up with the boxer because it's there's so those are those are the five players yeah. that you can pick from. So it's I mean if you don't have one of those, none of the names really line up in my head. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. I don't know. So just uh, just say Prince Akeem Olajuwon. There you go. <laughs> All right, crazy cupcakes checking in with Prince Akeem Olajuwon and uh, Prickly Pete and Snoopy. Excuse me. Snoopy and Prickly Pete. What do you guys got? JJ, this might be my favorite um, pre and post game that anyone has done yet. Yeah, um, and it's a stretch. It is a stretch. Oh, I love it. I absolutely, I'm here for it. I absolutely love I, I, it. And this is a, a pure team effort because I, I've, I got the basketball player right away based on the basketball clues, and Dan got the boxer right away. And then we put it together. We're like, oh, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, Manny Pacquiao Ming. Oh, wow. One team getting points. The correct answer. Manny Pacquiao Ming. Yeah. Hey, didn't you say Hall of Famer? He's, no, in, the he's in the Hall of Fame. He made the Hall of Fame? Well, <laughs> not, not just his NBA career. Well, it's well, the basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, it's basketball, yeah. basketball Hall of yeah, Fame. So, right. And it's also like contribution to, to the game is okay. the biggest part of his. True. Yeah. 2016. Right. yeah, I was right. If you would have given me Yao Ming, I would definitely would have said Manny Pacquiao. I, no clue that he was even in the Hall of Fame. It must have been very Video recent. Video game like that is very. That uh, was a was a clue there with a uh, missed opportunity there. So you said video game. It threw me off. I'm immediately thinking Mike Tyson. I knew it wasn't him though. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. Whatever. All right. All question right. number four: <laughs> Pre and post game. NFL single season interception record holder that coaches college in Mississippi. Wow. That's all you, Phil. If you feel like that, I, I. Yeah. yeah. Let's well, do we're, it. We're, we're going to check in. I'm just going to sit back and let you do your thing here. My gosh. Snoopy, Prickly Pete, <laughs> checked in. <laughs> Crazy cupcakes, talk it out. So, Pete, um, Night Train Lane's like he's from, that's Matt's era. Um, of, of, but he holds the single season record. I think it's maybe like 40s or 50s. It's, it's a long time ago. So he must have a hell of a lot of interceptions. Then. Well, then it couldn't be anybody else but Lane Kiffin. Let's see. Yeah, I just I, I've lost track of where he went. I don't think it matters. I know he's. <laughs> I, th- I think yeah. it just. I I I just want to make sure there's no other coach named Lane. I'm forgetting, but last I knew, Lane Kiffin was in. He keeps bouncing around because nobody likes him. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I'm going to come up with something better. Yeah, so that, that sounds think, good. Uh, Night train, Lane Kiffin. Crazy cupcakes. Night train, Lane Kiffin. And uh, Pete and Snickly Snoopy. (laughs) 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 Staying in. That's staying in. Snoopy and Prickly Pete, what do you got? Um, And also, so so, uh, Kiffin, you know, he he was at Florida Atlantic, and then he got the big, uh, big uh, pay upgrade up to back up to SUC. He's with he's with Ole Miss now. So it's Dick Dick Knight Train Lane Kiffin. All right. Both teams getting points. The correct answer, Dick Night Train Lane Kiffin. 
Although to, to start with, I was thinking of like, oh, who has the last name of Joey because of uh, because Lane Kiffin's, Lane Kiffin's uh, alter ego, uh, Joey Freshwater. If you guys want to have some some entertaining reading after this, you, could, you should look up Joey Freshwater. It's pretty, pretty funny. Is that something like Ron Mexico? Yeah, uh, no, I don't think as as not as nefarious, yeah, not as nefarious, <laughs> but it was definitely used to try to uh, pick up women, though. That's that's pretty bad. The classy he's guy. Just got, yeah, he's just got that face. He's got one of those faces. Punchable. Yep. <laughs> I just can't wait for JJ to say your team name again. I'm excited for this. We're only in the first round, I buddy. Know, this is awesome. <laughs> No, God, I can't. I, I haven't even been drinking tonight. Uh, all right. Uh, final question. Question five in pre and post game. The Bengals quarterback from 1971 to 86, who became the first player in NBA history to play for both finals teams in the same season. You think that's right, Phil, or are you yes. just? Yes, yes. Okay. I think I can give the year as well, but all right. we, we don't need the year back. All right, let's do it. We'll check in. Let me pull up my notes here. All right, Snoopy and Prickly Pete <laughs> checked in. <laughs> Crazy cupcakes. You guys can shout it out. Yeah, do that. I got, I got, I got nothing other than Ken Anderson. It's obviously somebody that had to be traded from one Finals team to the other. But... Is that the Ken Anderson who's a uh, better ranked quarterback than Drew Brees? I think can we, yeah. Can we kick him out? Is that how do we? Feel about kicking <laughs> bench warmers off the show? Yeah, I'm not ranker.com. Don't come after me. <laughs> it wasn't ranker. It was a bleacher it was, report. It was bleacher report. It was a, it was it's like the formidable. sports Wikipedia. All right, let's go. Uh, go with what you said, um, Pete. I can only think of one NBA player named Sonny, okay. um, and that's Sonny Weems. I don't even know if he's in the NBA. I just know that he's a player. Let's try it. He might be out of the league by now. So I feel like there's Kent. more of a chance there's going to be a Sonny than an Anderson. Yeah. So let's go with uh, Ken Andersonny Weems. All right, crazy cupcakes. Ken Andersonny Weems. Anders, yeah, sure. Whatever you said. <laughs> Guaranteed, it's uh, probably not the correct answer. If yeah, I can't say not. it right. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Dan and Philip, what do you guys have? <laughs> so, so the. Uh... Uh, so Ken Anderson was was also where we started, and then you know coming up with Anderson, we were we kind of went down the same path. That's what they're saying. And trying to think of Sun or Sunny, but then it hit me in 2016, the infamous uh, coming back from a 3-0 or is a 3-1 deficit, I think. Um, somebody who played for both the Cavs and the Warriors, uh, Anderson Verjao. So Ken Anderson Verjao. Anyone seem getting points? The correct answer, Ken Anderson Verjao. That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> way to talk way to talk me out of Anderson Hunt, by the way. Who actually never played in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His career high in points was 17 against the Hornets. <clears throat> All right, moving right along here. <laughs> um, after the first quarter, the Quasi Cupcakes with 70. Snoopy and Prickly Pete coming in in the lead with 110 points. On to the second quarter. Our second quarter tonight will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. 
Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. Dean's List Top 10 Category. Question number one. According to deadspin.com, this is in the year 2017 that I did not realize until afterwards. I need the top 10 pro mascots. So how they did it was um, all the staff members were asked to grade the North American Big Four pro sports mascots, one to 10, and they took the average. So basically popularity is what we're going for here. And we'll start with uh, Quasi Cupcakes. Go the way up first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pete. I mean, that's... It's got to be. be on there, so you might as well go with the easy one first. Yeah, go with that. Uh, we're going to check in with Philly Fanatic. Philly Fanatic. Number two on the list. SPP. Talk it out. Um, we are going to go with Mr. Matt. Mr. Matt, number one on the list. Crazy Cupcake. <laughs> yeah, I think I got one. He's pretty... Go with that, Pete. Okay, I'll try that one. All right, we're going to spring with Benny the Bull. Benny the Bull, number three on the list. Snoopy and Prickly Pete, you guys want to keep running down number four? Yeah, so, so I, you know, before the mass exodus of Deadspin back last October, uh, I, I read it, you know, I read it pretty much daily, and there were some that, and that's why I was conversing with Dan, that there were some that they really liked. Well, actually, I'm not going to say anything more because I might give away any. So um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, um, um, the Toronto Raptor. Toronto Raptor is number five on the list. Crazy Cupcakes. You like that one, Pete? I'm I'm pretty sure about the that last one I sent you. It's for the for the for the Nuggets. We can go with that. All right, let's go with uh, Rocky. Rocky, the Nuggets mascot, number four on the list. Good job, good job. You guys have one through five. We're looking for six through ten. Dan and Philip. Okay, the, the, the next one, um, the next one is kind of following, I, th- I think Eric's picking up on the same theme that I'm, I was picking up on. The next one that, that I remember that um, from the site would be a Bolt Man from the uh, Chargers. You guys, is that final answer check-in? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Bolt Man from the Chargers, number six, Crazy Cupcake. I don't know, Pete, but I don't think that's going to be no. – no, I th- I think I've come across this list before. That's why I think it's. I mean, it's a shame that it's from 2017 because Gritty's not on the list. I know. <laughs> Gritty would be number one by yes, far. already immediately Just because of all the memes. I mean, um, <clears throat> I mean, this is ranked one through ten. I mean, like the the scales of one to ten, he would be at least a twelve or thirteen for sure. You you've got three there. No, no, the the ones the same. Oh, those are all the same thing. I'll well, I'll go with the 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 Padres guy. Okay. Um, it's a. The Swinging Friar. Swinging Friar. God bless number seven on the list. Nice. You guys are just going down the line. Snoopy and Prickly Pete. Um, I like the the the, the hockey slash baseball one. So we'll go with uh, we'll go with Yuppie. Yuppie. <laughs> no surprise. Number eight on the list. I have no idea who Yuppie is, so I'm assuming it's a hockey mascot. Canadians. Form formerly the Expos. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Thank you for the uh, for the wokeness. All right, crazy cupcakes. Nine and ten are left. Yeah, Pete. He's not. He's not a uh, popular. But no. I, like I said, I'm pretty sure um, we can go with the 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 Spurs. Um, it's the Coyote. I had him confused. It's the Spurs. You want to go with that? What's it called? 
It's just the, the coyote. I in my head I had him as the Phoenix Coyote mascot, but oh. I, he's got a Spurs jersey on it. It's a Spurs thing. Well, so let's let's go with the coyote. Right. Checking with the coyote. Yep. Coyote is number ten on the oh, list. Boy. All right, Dan and Philip, you guys got one more number nine to pick up. So, and, and Dan, are you okay? Oh with yeah, that? yeah. I I have some re- reasoning behind. So, one of the things is they always like to clown. You know, you know, in the original version of Deadspin and you know not the the skeleton or your zombie version of it now but it's they always like to clown on on the cardinals so they so I know in this list I know the you know they have like you know 260th or however many you know big four teams there are it's it's you know Fred Bird from the Cardinals and and I think that they picked this mascot because it's another bird from I think they just did it to needle at Cardinals fans who would then, you know, you know, blow a gasket on in the comments section on Twitter. So, I, so we went with the uh, the um, Baltimore Oriole. The Oriole bird, number wow. nine on the oh list. Oh my god! Nicely done, you guys Phil. Just ran that. Never would have got there. <laughs> where was where was the gorilla? The gorilla's got to be on this list. Somewhere. That's what the I said. Was, <laughs> the gorilla is tied for tenth. So I would have accepted either one. Ah, uh, see, those. we would have been right if we had. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right, all right. List number two here. We're gonna go with the top ten winningest college football coaches. And I will tell you that number ten is a tie. So if you pick one, that second one does become uh, ineligible. There. All right. So Snoopy and Prickly Pete, you guys are uh, first up. Yeah, he's from your neck of the woods, Dan. Yeah. Well, I don't want to throw. I don't want to take that one though, because are they going to know that one? Okay, fine. He knows it, right? Well, all right, fine. We'll, we'll just go with something easy, just in case the list is. I'm just going to go let's, with something easy, just in, ca- in case the list is is not. Let's go, Joe Pa. Clear. Let's go, Joe Pa. Yeah, Joe Pa. Joe Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno, number two okay. on the list, four hundred nine. Okay. Right. So, P, I say we go with the one that they skipped over. Because you already know what it is. <laughs> well, no, I know because he—it's it, not a Division One guy. Okay. He's uh—he's he, from like I, th- I want to say—is it Division? I'm not—I'm not, I'm not sure what division is it. D three. He's in the same okay. conference as my um, alma mater. There you go. So um, it's uh John Gagliardi. It's Gallardi. Nope, Gagliardi. <laughs> <laughs> I do see that extra G in there. So uh, it's pronounced Gallardi. Right. Nope. I am the host. I make You're the, the host. You get to decide how his name is pronounced. Yes. There's an extra G. There is a G. It's G-A-G-L-I-R-D-I. And he is number one on the list, 498. Um, number number so, three is the is the first one you said. I'm positive on that. Um, we'll go with uh, Eddie Robinson. Eddie Robinson, number three on the list, 408. Crazy Cupcakes. I'm deferring to the college sports guy on this one. <laughs> Uh, you know who he is, though, right? Um, I think so. But if I say the wrong name, then I'll look stupid. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're 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 gonna go with Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden, number four on the list of three hundred and seventy-seven. You guys just keep on walking it down, Tanner Phillip. Uh, we'll go with uh, Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant, number eight on the list, three hundred and twenty-three wins. You with that last one I sent, Pete? I know who that guy is. Yeah. So, <laughs> sure. All right. 
Um, we're we're going to go with Pop Warner. Pop Warner, number nine on the list, 323. You guys have five, six, seven, and uh, ten. Um, go with the last one you said. Okay, so we will go with uh, Amos Alonzo Stag. Amos Alonzo Stag is tied for 10th with 314. Does that take the other uh, 10 off the list then? Correct, yes. So five, six, and seven are left. Pete, I'm running out of names. I've, I know I've seen this list before. Um, it's either Ken, Ken, Kevin, you know what? I, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, Ken Sparks. Let's, let's go with that. Ken Sparks. Ken Sparks, number five on the list with 338. Go with uh, the one right above what I just asked. Okay. Well, we will go with uh, the, and this is, you know, if it's, it's, if it's all encompassing college football, then, then this person's going to be included because he's by all records, the, you know, active, you know, coach leader, uh, Kevin Donnelly. Kevin Donnelly. Number six on the list with 333. And counting. And counting. If you ever play football again. <laughs> Currently at St. Francis. Uh, I think I'm out. <laughs> that last one emptied my tank. Um, it's fairly respectable. I don't think I'm going to get it. So, I don't know. Let's just throw a random name. Just take a shot in the dark because we probably would save the ball again, I think, until next yeah. month. Yeah. Oh, no. Definitely. Uh, I don't even know. Let's go Bill O'Brien. <laughs> He's got a lot of wins. A couple of years at Penn State. Check Bill, it with Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Future Super Bowl winner. <laughs> with what team? <laughs> we haven't decided yet. <laughs> Bill O'Brien is, does not have 200 wins currently. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's including his pro football career too. Yes. So uh, no surprise he's not on the list. Would you guys like to use a mulligan? Definitely no. Yeah. So, so the last so, one's going to be the guy that has uh, kept Bethel from going to the Stag Bowl more than once from uh, from Mount yeah. Union. Uh, uh, Larry Kears. All right. Larry Kears is number seven with 332. Uh, that was in there. I'm glad you... You guys uh, said that name because I was not going to pronounce that, much like Dan cannot pronounce Gagliarni. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Yeah, I've met I've <laughs> met him, so we're gonna. Who was that, Gagliardi? Yeah. So right. we're gonna, we're gonna go with my pronunciation. Did you meet him at a cheesecake factory? <laughs> uh, until he, until he comes on the show and tells us how to say his name, uh, Gagliardi. We pronounce all the letters. All right, guys. Fantastic job, both teams. Uh, also, number 10 tied with was Roy Kidd. Oh, Just yeah. A, Roy Kidd, yeah. For the that household name. Yeah. Jason mm-hmm. Kidd's dad. <laughs> Billy the Kidd's <laughs> grand, grandson. <laughs> We're going to go with the list number three here. It's going to be the top 10 losingest MLB franchise. So with the sheer number of losses. We're going to start with uh, Quasi Cupcakes. So, obviously, it's got to be a team that's been around for a very, very long time. Yeah. How long have the Phillies been around? I don't know. Let's go with just, I don't know. Let's go with uh, Philadelphia Phillies, shot in the dark. They've been bad for a while, right? Philadelphia Phillies, number one on the list with 11,000 losses. Wow. 
I should mention that this is at the end of the 2019, so 2020 is not counted. Um, in case you're, that, throws, you know, that throws me off, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, shot in the dark with the Phillies. Get out of here. They had exactly 11,000. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Either that or they just stopped counting after that. <laughs> so our, our turn? Yeah. Great. Right, sorry. Um, uh, Braves. Braves number two on the list with 10,659. Go ahead, Pete. All right, we're going to go with uh, our suggestion of the Minnesota Twins. It is with a great honor that I say the Minnesota Twins at number nine <laughs> with 9,703. Yeah, but a lot, of, a lot of those were as the Senators. They were terrible. All right, um, so next one we're going to go with the uh, Pirates. Spirit Pirates, number three on the list with 10,405 losses. Good with that, Pete? Yeah, you feel pretty confident in it. All right, we're going to go with the uh, the Orioles. The Orioles, number eight on the list with 9,728. Um, we'll go with we'll go with the Cubs. The Chicago Cubs, number four on the list, 10,404. Can you go with that? Yeah, I like it. We're going to go with the Dodgers. Dodgers. Number seven on the list, 9,818 losses. I think we may have them all on our list, Phil. Okay. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds, number five on the list with uh, 10,300. <laughs> your, your last three answers, I'm typing to Pete yeah. every, and then you guys say, I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, um, Pete, let's go with those. one of the other two. They're both older franchises, so they got to have – Let's go with the San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants, number 10 on the list, 9,687. We got one left. Give me the Cardinals, right? Yep. Yeah. Just because they've been around since uh, in our chat, I think it's the same thing Eric was thinking that just because they've been around since 1880. So we're going to go with the Cardinals. Number six on the list is the. I almost said Arizona, but we're going to go with the St. Louis Cardinals, 10,060. The Arizona Cardinals don't have that many losses. They have a lot, but not that many. <laughs> They've been around forever. So uh, great job, gentlemen. Running uh, all the lists. No mulligans had to be used. Very impressive. Heading into halftime, we have a score of Quasi Cupcakes, 210, and Snoopy and Prickly Pete with 270. Keeping it close. Good race, guys. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one in halftime. Rip Torn, better known as Patches, had the best advice one can be received while playing dodgeball. What were the five Ds that led to the average Joes to an unbelievable comeback victory against the Globo Gym Purple Cobras? JJ, we can check it. Do these have to be the right order? <laughs> All right, Quasi Cupcakes has checked in. Scott and Prickly Pete. God bless. Snoopy and Prickly Pete. <laughs> <Glad you're talking laughs> <out>. <laughs> Snoopy and Prickly Pete. <laughs> Freaking go talk it out. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the fifth one was until you said that. And then yeah, that makes complete yeah. sense. Yes. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the fifth one seems okay. first. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Say it or... Yeah. So it's. Uh, Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. All right. And crazy cupcakes. What are you guys checking with? 
So uh, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> um, we went with dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. All right. Both teams receiving points here. Correct answers. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Fantastic movie. <laughs> it really was. I guess I kind of spoiled it in the question, but uh, if you haven't seen it, you don't deserve to watch it anyway without spoilers. A fantastic cameo by uh, Lance Armstrong. And, and Chuck Norris. Yes. <laughs> Freaking Chuck Norris. <laughs> Freaking Chuck Norris. All right. Question number two. What movie star, who should be endorsed by Nike, starred in the greatest game ever played, a true story about the 1913 U.S. Open? Pete, we can check in. Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Okay. Cupcakes checked in. Snoopy and Prickly Pete. Talk it out. The, the endorsed by Nike's throwing me. Um, yeah, it is me too. And I can confidently say that I've never seen this movie. Trying to. Shia LaBeouf was in it. What, what's the name? I, I don't know. I know he's in it, though. I remember that. I can't think of anybody else that's in it. So. I, I'm hey I'm I'm comfortable with that, but I um, yeah I, I mean I, I'm I'm pulling a whole lot of nothing. And like I said, I've never seen the movie, and I don't know where to go with the Nike part. So I'm I'm going to trust you if you know that he's that he's for yeah, sure. Yeah, I know he's in it, but I have I don't know okay. who anybody else is that's in it. So I'm not going to be able to come up with it. Okay, we'll go Shia LaBeouf. All right, Snoopy and Prickly Pete checked in with Shia LaBeouf. Crazy Cupcakes, what do you guys got? So um, I came at it from a different angle. I knew of um, his Just Do It uh, YouTube motivational speech video. I don't know. It's been floating around the internet for a while. Um, he's crazy now, but we checked in with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Both teams getting points. For the same uh, for both reasons that I put the question in like that. Correct answer, Shia LaBeouf. Good job, Dan. Even Stevens was a great show. I'm just going to say that. Right? I wanted to like. Throw that I, I, in I, there. I, I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of uh, Disturbia. I, I, you know, it's it's a nice little, you know, modern twist on the uh, on the rear win window. I, th I think it was a really. It was. I thought it was a very interesting movie. It, yeah, a lot, it, it, a, lot of, a lot of people dump on it, but I'm like, no, it's it's a fun movie to watch. It's before we went crazy. It was good. The greatest game ever played was a fantastic movie. By the way. You lost me after you, you, you gained points with dodgeball and now you're on that. So it just came down a little no, bit. Yeah. I'm not a huge golf person, but uh, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, it's nice. All right. Question number three, name two players mentioned in the 2011 hit song basketball by little Bow Wow. JJ, we're going to check in. All right. Crazy cupcakes is checked in Snoopy and prickly Pete. Good. Talk it out. And I, I think Dan and I are both like running, trying to you know think of all the lyrics as you know as best we can. Um, I remember McGrady's we, name in there. Yeah. Not no, not McGrady. McGrady, not McGrady. Remember Vince Carter's name in there. So I yeah, was looking at McGrady. I, I, yeah, yeah, and I think he says T Mac um, in there as well. Does he say MJ? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he talks about MJ's, you know, dropping, you know, some some something points in there. Um, Do you remember what the uh, when he says T Mac or what it's what it's in reference to? Um, 
No. <laughs> he, he try. I mean, T Mac. I think. I think Iver. I think he says AI or Iverson. Um, uh, to be safe, I mean, all right. I, I think to be safe, do you want to just do Vince Carter and and Jordan? I'm positive on Vince Carter. I think we okay. both have a a pretty good feeling on Jordan. So. Yeah. All right. We'll go uh, Carter and Jordan. Vince Carter and Michael Jordan. All right. And Philip checking in with Vince Carter and Michael Jordan. Crazy Cupcakes, what do you guys got? So um, I got a nice long list. I think I might miss maybe one or two of them. Um, but uh, another good friend of mine, would we would listen to the song a lot. Um, <laughs> so the ones I know are Tracy McGrady, uh, Jason Kidd, Darius Miles, Dikembe Mutombo, Vince Carter. Um, I think that's and MJ. So pick two of those. <laughs> I'll pick the two wrong ones. Just kidding. Both teams getting points. Correct answers. Uh, Eric said most of them. MJ, J-Kid, T-Mac, Lonzo, Darius, because he can shoot two miles. Iverson, um, JD, Harlem Globetrotters. They can just get the whole thing. Uh, MJ, Vince Carter, Dikembe Mutombo. I think that's all of them. Might have missed one or two, but question number four in halftime. What is the name of the AAA team for the Colorado Rockies who got its origins from the Simpsons? In Hungry, Hungry Homer, Homer attempts to thwart the team's plans to move to the city by going on a hunger strike. If we can lock in, Dan. You're just asking for the team name, right? We need to know where they're from. I know where they're from. I know where they're from, too. We're we're, we're checked in. All right. Uh, Snoopy and Prickly Pete have checked in. Crazy Cupcakes, talk it out. Do you want the city and the team name? Yes. Okay. Pete, I'm pretty sure it's... uh... I uh, I think he was trying to prevent his own team from moving, right? To this, to, they were trying to move from Springfield to the city, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's the it's so, the isotopes, right? Yeah, and they were moving to. I don't I don't remember the the episode. I just know that the uh, the isotopes are in Albuquerque. Okay, so that's got to be it. All right, so we're gonna check in with the Albuquerque isotopes. Crazy cupcakes, checking in with the Albuquerque isotopes. Dan and Philip, what did you guys come up with? Um, we also said the, the Albuquerque isotopes. Right. Both teams getting points. Correct answer, Albuquerque isotopes. When the Albuquerque Tribune asked its online readers to help choose a new name for the Cannons, the old team, the isotopes received 67% of the 120,000 votes. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because Albuquerque isotopes, like, and then plus the Simpsons, I mean, you just, it's the whole shebang there. All right. Final question of halftime. Number five. From the following song lyrics, tell me what song this is and which player it's talking about specifically. But every song's like Gold Teeth, Grey Goose, Trippin' in the Bathroom, Bloodstains, Ball Gowns, Trash in the Hotel Room. We don't care. We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> What song and which player it's specifically talking about? It's It's got to be, right? Let's check that in. All right, we're checked in. 
Because if it's not that, it, it it's going to be. We're going to change it, just like Gagliardi's pronunciation. All right. Snoopy and Prickly Feet have checked in. Crazy cupcakes. What did you guys get? I'm trying know. to figure this out because <laughs> she's from New Zealand, isn't she? Something like that, yeah. So she's writing a song about an NBA player? It's a haka. Andrew <laughs> Pogut? <laughs> I don't know. He's Australian, I thought. Well, the... The, I mean, I've heard the song before. I had no idea it was about a player, but the first thing that popped into my head was the ball gowns, and the only NBA player that was wearing ball gowns was Dennis Rodman. But I don't think she's even old enough to know who that is. I don't think so either. I don't. I don't know what I'm missing here. I don't um, either. I don't. <laughs> Every time I try to sing the song to myself, I end up saying foil, and then I'm off track. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> so that song was three or four years ago three years ago no longer, than, longer that. than that yeah it's it's almost it's got to be close to 10 years old by now no really yeah how old am i right okay so then it's not going to be any recent nba players unless they're kind of veterans by now is it a, is it about lebron james i mean i don't I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. Um, I had no idea the song was about a basketball player. Are we sure basketball? Is yeah, that no, what we, that's what we said in the question, right? Unless it's about the Kansas City Royals, and I missed something. George, Bre- George Brett. <laughs> Let's go. That's the. I mean, that's the only way it makes sense to me, but I doubt it. Um, I thought I heard basketball, but maybe um. I I thought the 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 uh, the the music video is about a boxer. I thought. Is it? No. I haven't seen it. I could have swore there was could have swore it was a guy boxing or fighting. I have not seen so, it. So I don't either. I don't, I don't know. Let's go with um Yeah. I don't even know. I got George Brett. Sure, George Brett. George Went. George Went. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're gonna go with George Went. George Went. <laughs> All right. And Dan and Philip, what did you guys come up with? Funny enough, we went with George <laughs> Brett. George Brett, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm I'm pretty sure I read about this, like especially when the Royals won the World Series, that they, I think that Lord and George Brett actually met, and and there's some, it, it doesn't make any sense, and like the song is about him, but it doesn't make any sense because yeah, I mean he is. I don't know if you ever heard him give interviews about his playing career, he did some, you know, crazy crazy stuff, but I think it's just like her fictitious like view of like what George Brett was like as a player. Right in. The correct answer is George uh, Brett. Eve, you should have let me say. Why? You should have let me say that. What? I said it before you changed it. I know, but it doesn't mean. Yeah. So Lord, uh, who wrote the song, uh, it says that she wrote it in half an hour, in July 2012. So it makes it uh, eight years. Eight years? Is it 2020? Yeah, it's 20. You don't know it's 2020. <laughs> Yeah. It's been, it's been a Look year. out the window, dude. It's the year it's the year of the apocalypse. We can't we yeah. can't play together anymore. We're doing we're doing normal trivia things that we do on our <laughs> series. Uh, yeah, so she saw a image of uh George Brett in National Geographic and uh just wrote a song based on that. What? Picture. What? Why, why was he in that you know what? Let's just move on. What just yeah, happened? Uh, all right. And my internet's cutting out in five <laughs> or yeah. I don't know why he's on National Geographic, but that's coming up in an episode in about a year. I'm going to put that in oh there. Oh my 
Yeah, mark the mark the date. (laughs) All right, heading into the second half, we have a score of Snoopy and Prickly Pete leading the pack at three hundred and seventy. Quasi Cupcakes coming in a little bit behind at two ninety. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! So now on in the second half. Today's third quarter is going to be Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question number one. This former owner bought the San Diego team and moved it in 1984. The NBA subsequently fined him $25 million for violating league rules and filed a lawsuit demanding the franchise be returned to the previous location. The league threatened to dissolve the franchise if ownership did not comply and return the team to San Diego. He then filed a lawsuit of his own against the league for $100 million, but ultimately dropped the suit when the league eventually agreed to drop their suit, allowing him to keep the team where they play now while decreasing his fine to $6 million. If you feel good about that, go ahead and check it in. Um, we're going to check in. All right, Snoopy and Prickly Pete have checked in. Quazy Cupcakes. Talk it out. I'm thinking of the red guy. Yeah, Donald Sterling bought the Clippers. I don't know. How long ago? He seems like the kind of guy that would do something like that. I'm guessing they probably stayed on the West Coast. Yeah. No, the, the Buffalo Braves turned into the San Diego Clippers. And then the Clippers moved to L- or San Diego Clippers moved to L.A. And the only owner I know of the Clippers was it's him, right? We're probably not going to get any further than. Let's, yeah, it's it's got to be. Gotta be. I mean, I can't th- I can't think of anybody else it would be. So I'm not going to come up with a different name. Um, so let's check in with Donald Sterling. All right, Quasi Cupcakes checking in with Donald Sterling, Snoopy and Prickly Pete. What did you guys come up with? Uh, uh, we also said Donald Sterling. He and he's owned the the. You know, Clipper. He owned the Clippers for a very, very long time, and I know he went to war with the uh, with David Stern over that movement to Los Angeles over all the market stuff. So, um, yeah, we we also checked in with uh, Donald Sterling. All right, and the correct answer is indeed Donald T. Sterling, wonderful owner of the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Well, he, he strikes me as a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two in the missing link. This ball player played for the Athletics, then went to the Pelicans before joining the Naps later that season. After the season, he joined the White Sox, where he spent the last five years of his career. He is also the franchise leader in career batting average for the Indians. Go ahead and check that in. Okay, we'll check in with the answer number two. 
All right, Snoopy and Prickly Pete checked in. Wazy Cupcakes, what are you guys thinking? I think it's no, I think it's um Shoeless Joe. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, I know he played for the Indians in the White Sox part, kind of. Yeah, I, I. It's the only connection I had. More than I got. All right, let's check in with uh Shoeless Joe Jackson. All right, Quazy Cupcakes has checked in with Shoeless Joe Jackson. Snoopy and Prickly Pete, what did you guys come up with? Uh, we we checked in with the uh, with the guy before he was you know in the pros he played in Charlotte and other you know mill towns at the time in North and South Carolina. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe Jackson is the correct answer. Played for the New Orleans Pelicans, which is by far the best team. Um, didn't actually know there was a, <laughs> a New Orleans Pelican team in the 1910s, um, but I'm sure Matt did. Um, alrighty, question number three in. The missing link. This two-sport athlete is a boxing record of three and three that was cut short by asthma. More famously known for participating in another sport, obviously, this athlete was the first American in history to complete a famous feat in competition and the second athlete in the world to do the same feat. They were also fittingly cast in a low-budget film, Breakaway, that was released in 1996, and approximately two years after this athlete's biggest known incident. Pete, we can check in. No, as soon as I saw that, I, I knew absolutely you're right. I completely forgot about that. Right, Quasi Cupcakes has uh, checked in. Dan and Philip, what are you guys thinking about over there? I completely forgot about the boxing part, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Phil. So, yeah, I, I I think and you know so so Dan, this is why I'm taking you know, that 1994. The Winter Olympic Trials was was when the the clubbing incident happened, and, and then I know that she appeared on some, you know, some made-for-TV. You know, I'm pretty sure it was on Fox that, that she uh, uh, boxed a couple times. And it, uh, so we are you yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, are checking in, I should say, uh, Tanya Harding. Right. Philip and Dan have uh, checked in with Tanya Harding herself, and uh, Eric and Peter. What do you guys got? Yeah, we uh, also checked in with Tanya Harding. All right. Both teams uh, receiving points here. The correct answer is Tanya Harding. And the, uh, that famous feat, that first American woman to do it, is the uh, triple axle. That's all the flavor text. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the breakaway was kind of funny, you know, emphasis on the break. Um, still might be too soon, though. So... The answers for the missing link so far are going to be Donald Sterling, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and Tanya Harding. Question number four. Born in Plano, Texas in 1971, Cancer Survivor was the face of their sport in the early 2000s. They currently own a coffee shop in Austin with the fitting name of Juan Polote Cafe. Yeah, we, we, we can lock in. Yeah, we're checked in too. Yeah, I, I think Dan just, just got the joke with the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we're with the coffee shop all right crazy cupcakes yeah, both teams have checked in uh, let's see snoopy and prickly pete what do you guys got first dan do you want do you want to comment on what you're laughing about i just i, I think just, i know i just got the one below tape so can <laughs> yeah, i almost yeah, yeah. out of my chair <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> it made me smile when you read the question and then 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 like it made me smile even more when i saw you react to it but we're, we're going we're going to go with uh the one and only uh, uh lance armstrong and crazy cupcakes what do you guys got 
we did in fact say Lance Armstrong. That was he actually checked in before I could even type it to him. That's how fast he did it. So. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, stay strong buddy and the correct answer is going to be lance armstrong and uh oh. yeah the reason that that joke is so funny <laughs> is because <laughs> eric next time and, we team up we're going to be one pelote <laughs> oh my goodness yeah so one pelote is a uh, you can leave it at that, dude. You don't need to go any, any deeper. <laughs> Google it, people. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. So the theme linked answers for the missing link are Donald Sterling, Shootless Joe Jackson, Tanya Harding, and Lance Juan Belote Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Number five in the missing link. This switch hitter played for three separate teams in his 23-year playing career. Some of his accolades include three times World Series champ, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Gold Glover, Silver Slugger, and has his number retired by the first team he played for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can lock in. All right, Dan and Phillip are going to check in. Uh, Quasi Cupcakes. What are you guys thinking about over there? I think so, Pete. I'm pretty I'm, sure it's... I'm trying uh, to think of somebody that goes with the theme. No, that's got to be. Let's just go with it. Okay. It goes with what we were saying. That's all I can think of. So we're we're gonna check in with Pete Rose. All right, Quasi Cupcakes. Check in with Pete Rose, Snoopy, and Prickly Pete. What do you guys got? The three team thing was throwing me for a second. Then I I keep forgetting that he played for the Expos for a while. So yeah, it was Pete Rose. And the correct answer is Mr. Pete gambled on himself, Rose. All right, so one team did check in after the second question, and that team was. Um, Snoopy and Prickly Pete. What did you guys uh, check in with? We there? checked in with uh, athletes banned from their sport. All right, and uh, or not just people. People banned athletes. from their sport. We, we said people. Yeah, not yeah. athletes. People. Athletes are people too. <laughs> they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Donald Sterling's not an athlete. That is true. Quasi cupcakes. What did you guys check in with? Uh, we also checked in with the. Uh, Band people or athletes. So, uh, Quasi Cupcakes will be getting 50 points while uh, Snoopy and Prickly Pete are going to be receiving the full 100 points for getting the theme linked answer there. Great job, guys. All right. And that is the correct answer. The theme linked was uh, Lifetime Bands. So, they were banned from their respective sport. Obviously, Donald Sterling with the uh, racist comment, Shoeless Joe for the Black Sox, Tanya Harding for clubbing somebody essentially or hiring a club i guess lance armstrong for doping and pete rose for as mentioned gambling on himself somebody mentioned lee oh yeah we mentioned lance armstrong in the uh, halftime i was like oh gosh i got a question about him i hope he doesn't know apparently it was too easy though little juan pelote <laughs> you, for, you forgot to mention in the in the, the pete rose statistics he was tombstone three times by kane in the wwe <laughs> Yeah, I don't recognize wrestling as a sport. I know, but it's still, no. it's no, still fun. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just, I just wanted to see Dan and Eric's reaction, mostly because I like pissing off Dan. You're so good at it. <laughs> you're welcome. I didn't say thank you. I just said you're good at it. <laughs> oh no, I'm. I know the 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 people listening are saying you're welcome. So, um, so I'm just you know preparing for that. All right, heading to the fourth quarter, we have a. Uh, 
anybody's ball game here still. It's going to be Snoopy and Prickly Pete up on top, 570 points, compared to Quasi Cupcakes, 440 points. So that brings us to the fourth quarter, known as Push Fours Up. The fourth quarter, known as Push Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So the categories for Put Your Fours Up, Who's the Real Goat? This is Sparta? Question mark? Matt's Wheelhouse, Lopsided Championships, and Shackton a Fool. All right, so the wages are locked in. Question number one, and who's the real GOAT? Which quarterback holds the record for most consecutive games without a shutout? JJ, we're going to check in. All right, Quasi Cupcakes has uh, checked in. Snoopy and Prickly Pete, what are you guys thinking? So, I I mean, so I mean, Dan brought up Drew Brees, which, I mean, it sounds... Let me tell you the boxes that it checks. He's beaten every team except for the Saints. I don't know if he's ever been shut out and he's played for a long time. And if I've learned anything from the last few games I've played on here, it's know your host. And JJ is a big Saints fan. Okay. I think it checks a few boxes plus okay, a big I'm one. good with it. All right. We'll check in Drew Brees, who's almost as good as Ken Anderson. I mean, you're, you're just like, keep on like twisting that knife there. Hey, Dan, I love you, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right, Quasi Cupcakes, what do you guys got? So, I mean, I don't think Ken Anderson's ever been shut out. Um, so I'm pretty sure we're going to also check in with Drew Brees. All right, uh, Dan and Philip, what did you guys wager? We wagered 100. All right, Quasi Cupcakes? Uh, we wagered 1,000 points. No, hmm. 100 also. All right, well, I'll allow the 1,000 points this time. Oh, nice. Against Dan. nice. I deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. The correct answer is the one, the only, the greatest to ever play. Ken Anderson. Two Brees. Dan, you were incorrect. Drew Brees has beat all 32 teams. The last team was the Ravens that oh, he had not beaten. Okay. Well, I guess I was incorrect about that. Good thing I didn't have points on that. He, he beats the Saints every week. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when he played with the Chargers, nobody remembers him with the Chargers. I with the Chargers. He has 275 games and counting that he has not been shut out. So uh, he's never been shut out in his oh, NFL career. I cannot wait for that to happen next season. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Question number two, and this is Sparta? Question mark. On November 13th, 2000, the Michigan State basketball team broke what team's 1,270 game-winning streak? Are you good with that, Dan? I think so. We're going to check in. All right, Dan and Philip have checked in. Uh, Eric and Pete, why don't you talk it out? So the year 2000, Pete, is my – seriously, it's – honestly, I don't know what's up with that year, but, like, I, everything sticks to me with it. Um, and I'm pretty sure Michigan State beat the Globetrotters. Really? Like 90, 95% sure that they beat the Globe Well, no one else is going to have a streak that, that long. No, no. So that it's the only one that I mean, makes sense. It's the only sense one that makes sense, it. yeah. Let's check in with the Harlem Globetrotters. How many points? 
for um uh 674 no 100 points all right crazy cupcakes with the harlem globe trotters for 100 points and uh shaggy and scooby-doo over there what do you guys got uh well we also said harlem globe trotters i believe it was the year that michigan state won the uh national title but um yeah, we, we also locked in with Harlem Globetrotters. All right, and the correct answer is the Harlem Globetrotters, 72 to 68. 1,270 games. Good God. All righty here. Hey, question number three in Matt's wheelhouse. In what year was the first World Series held? And what team played in the series? Which teams Correct. It was just one team. <laughs> it was <laughs> It was lopsided. We'll check in. All right. Dan and Philip have checked in. Eric and Peter, what are you guys thinking about? So I'm gonna have to ask you a question. Do you need the city and the team name? Um no. I can just take a city or a team name. All right. So uh Pete, I'm pretty sure we got it done. All right, go ahead. Um, but now that I think about it, I think it's the uh, shout out to um, to Rich. <laughs> I know I know he's asked this question before at one of his trivia nights. Um, I'm pretty sure the the year was 1903, and it was the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Boston Americans, and we wagered 40 points. Alrighty, and Snoopy and Prickly Pete, what did you guys uh, answer and wager? 1903 season. Pittsburgh Pirates, the Boston Americans, and Phil, you said it went to, it was a nine-game series, right? Yes, I, um, um, Boston won five games in that series to, to clinch. So it was kind of like the, uh, the, what the Back to the Future 2 predicted for the, uh, you know, for the Chicago Cubs to beat the, beat the Marlins. Yeah. Beat Miami, that's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, or beat Miami, I should say. Beat them in nine. Predicting it would be, you know, retro back to the uh, olden days, the way the baseball used to be played. All right. And the correct answer is 1903 between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Boston Americans. Boston upset Pittsburgh by five games to three, winning with pitching depth behind Cy Young. By the way, mm-hmm. we bet 100 on that. Negative 100? All right, cool. Can we do that? Because I'm doing that every time from now on. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense, huh? All right, question number four. In lopsided championships, what team holds the record for most points in the Super Bowl? And what was the point total for that team? And this is just a single Super Bowl. Yeah, we can check that in. That's right. You guys checking in? Yep. Okay. Snoopy and Prickly Pete checked in. And uh, crazy cupcakes. What do you guys? The first thing that popped into my head was San Francisco versus Denver Super Bowl. And I think that was fairly lopsided, but I could be remembering it wrong. Yeah. No, they won like, it was like 55 to 10. I think it was 50. It was definitely 50 something. The number 52 sticks in my head, but I think that was. Be- 50, 52 was Dallas uh, Buffalo 20, Super Bowl 27. Because I remember Leon Lett, um, if he would have scored that touchdown, they were going to, they were shooting for the highest scoring Super Bowl. I think it was San Francisco and Denver. So let's go San Francisco in 55. 55 is in my head. Okay. I, I can't remember the number, but I know it was in the 50s. 
I mean, for a single single team, uh, uh, yeah. And then they came close again when they beat the Chargers, but they only had like forty nine against the Chargers. I don't know. So, I don't know why I remember that. I was like eight or how maybe eight or nine years old when that happened. But I just remember that it was a complete blowout. Oh yeah, it was. It was awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm, I I want to say fifty five if you're good with it. Uh yeah, all right. All right, so we're going to say the San Francisco 49ers um, and 55 points. You wanted both, right? Or just a number? Uh, yeah, both. 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 Okay. And we uh, wagered 100 points. All right. And Snoopy and Prickly Pear. Yeah, it was uh, 19, the 89 season, so the Super Bowl 90. Um, San Francisco yep. 55, Denver 10. And 100 season? points. Alrighty, so no surprise here. Both teams have gotten it right. 49ers, 55, Denver, 10. Still the most lopsided game in Super Bowl history. All right, so after four questions here, we have Quasi Cupcakes with 780 points. And Snoopy and Prickly Pete, they're going to be with 970. Still anybody's game here? We'll go on to question number five in the category of Shacked and a Fool. Dwight Howard and Giannis Antetokounmpo are the only two active players to commit what infraction? Pete, I say we check in with that. Yeah, it's got to be something crazy like that. All right, so we're, we're going to check in. Queasy Cupcakes has just checked in. Snoopy and Prickly Pete, suck it up. Do you have anything on this, Phil? Fraction, that, that's the part that's bugging me. Um, okay, so w- what are those guys both known for? And the, the other thing I was thinking of is if it's – Something to do with free throws because neither are good free throws. And the Shaq and a fool is, is a, I mean, maybe because Shaq was not oh, oh, known oh, as a oh, free throw shooter. Oh. Giannis got, I think Giannis got called for timing out on a free throw. I, I don't know if Dwight Howard ever did that, but. I mean, that's, yeah, because it's just being like a bad free throw shooter shooting like an air ball on a free throw. That's I mean, not an infraction. No, no. Well, it is if you if it's your second free throw, if you air ball it, then it's, you know, because there's no chance for rebounds. I'll make, you know, out of bounds for the other team. Um, but like, like I think even like Kemba's air balled free throws before. I mean, it's fairly, it's more common than people yeah. realize. Um, but timing out on a free throw, that's, that's. I think Giannis did that not too long ago, like within the last like year and a half or so. Like I said, I have no idea if Howard ever did that, but he's he's a bad free throw shooter too. Right. I I say we could go with that. I know in my in my illustrious uh, high school refereeing basketball refereeing career, I I called that once, and the coach went ballistic. But it was the right call. But he's done. Yeah. He's rarely ever see it. It's How much time did he get? Is it like is it 10 seconds? 10 seconds. I think I got to about 11 and a half. I'm like, all right, this girl's still just spinning the ball. All right. Let's, should we go with that then? Right. Yeah, let's go. All with right. It. We're going to check in with uh, timing out on a free throw or free throw time and time violation or whatever. For 100. All right. Timing out on a free throw. And Quasi Cupcakes, what do you guys got and how much? So I knew they were both super bad um, with foul shots, and I know they both take a really, really long time. Um, so we did also say they uh, timed out on a, or took too long. I think it's 10 seconds um, to shoot their foul shots right. for 100 points. And the correct answer is 
And the correct answer is they took longer than the allotted 10 seconds on a foul shot. Nice wow. shot. But since Dan didn't say 10 seconds, I can't count it. I'm just kidding. So the game has come to an end. And here are the final scores. We have Quasi Cupcakes with a final score of 880. And our clipboard captains of the game, who are receiving the coveted Bob Gagliano Award. Or is it it's Gagliano? Gagliano. Because <laughs> I said so. <laughs> I, I was hoping for a Stony Case Award. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> that's only for two-time winners. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> so next time you're on, Phil. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Receiving uh, that coveted award are going to be um, Snoopy and Peanuts and Prickly Pear, Dan and Philip, with a final score of 1,070 points. Prickly Pear. I don't know where you got Prickly, prickly Pear from. Dude, I this, I can't stand you guys and your stupid teammate, <laughs> man. God bless. <laughs> Great job, gentlemen. It was a lot of fun. It came right down to the last question. And we thought maybe you guys might miss one of those, but uh, in... In true Dan fashion, somehow he, he comes around to the answer. I've, I've listened to all the episodes. I know how this works. <laughs> but it, was this like the highest combined total you guys have had? That's oh, yeah. Of- uh, I think so. It, we'd have to go back and look at that. Highest combined. combined. Highest combined, combined total, yeah, because we just nobody missed any of them, you know. So my stat person has confirmed that the uh, this is the record combined nine hundred and fifty. Excuse me, nineteen fifty. Wow. The second best was nineteen thirty nine. We are official at Benchwarmers and do have a stat person. All right, Peter, Philip, anything you guys like to say? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I had an absolute blast. Uh, definitely would be open to a rematch because that came right down to the wire. Um, and I hope the best for you guys. I hope you get celebrity guests. I hope you get tons more downloads. Um, I'll I'll keep downloading every week because it keeps me company when I'm driving down the road and for work. I do a lot of miles and it's uh, two hours per week that I can spend listening to you guys. So I appreciate it. Thank you, Philip. Yeah, um, uh, similar to what Peter said. That, uh, thank you very much for having me on. It's it's always nice to team up with Dan, even though we aren't able to see each other in person. We're we're, we're separated by a few miles here, but uh, um, but no, the, you know. Nice podcast, nice game, Eric. Nice, nice job, Peter. And uh, um, and you know, until we, Eric, Dan, anything to say before we wrap it up? No, I want my record back. I'll I'll be coming for it. <laughs> it was our record. Dang it! Sure, I want my record back. I'm coming for it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep, stretch. Stretch, get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes, yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.